I want him to be Marlon's man. Do y'all know who that is? Is this one of the Wayne's brothers? Mm -hmm. Is that a Wayne's brother? Got a flag. Got a flag. It's all those cold winners, man. They just don't know what to do with themselves. I got a punch and fuck everything. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Time to find cheap, outdated jerseys like the one I'm wearing right. on eBay. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Mm -hmm. <laughs> one size fits oh. all. What about me? This don't fit on me at all. Episode 92 of Throw the Flag. We're going to try. We're going to try to keep this under two hours. We are on the clock. Last last episode. Well, I got a lot of thoughts about the new transfer rule. Uh -huh. like Let's talk about it in into. depth. Um, so I, I, I try and like start. I, I try and get us to start these, these episodes more and more recently with the games of the week, the game of Taylor the week. Taylor Swift talk. But yeah. there were some hot games, man. Some hot games. There were some pretty good games. Yeah, I enjoyed this past weekend. Um, Texas, Oklahoma, let's talk about it. Texas is back, baby. Texas is back. They gained 10 spots in the AP today. That's pretty good. They are now a top 10 team. Uh, God, that's crazy. That's no, no. I don't know. They still lost that's to Maryland. Crazy. They have rebounded big time after losing to Maryland mm. in Week One. They're five and one, and they staved off a last second or a last quarter rally. Um, rally, rally. By what? I mean, Kyler Murray can't play like that the entire game. Guess not. My God. Uh, I know the answer to this, but does this kick Oklahoma out of the playoffs? It's going to be rough. Uh, they are now a game back, uh, but I, I guess that doesn't make that doesn't make too much sense. They just got to finish in the top two of the Big Twelve because it's the top two play each other in their championship game. And they, they they'll don't get have another divisions. crack at Texas. Um, but they're going to have to win out because West Virginia is still undefeated. TCU is still kind of okay. Um, it puts the it puts the heat on Oklahoma. They're going to have to win out if they want another shot at at Texas. They do have, yeah, I mean, TCU, Kansas State, uh, Kansas, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, West Virginia. I think West Virginia is really the only other. Yeah, and even then, after they kind of piddled around with Kansas yesterday and yeah. really couldn't uh, put them away. So I'm not too at over one the top point, on West At Virginia. one point during the West Virginia-Kansas game, West Virginia dropped 11 into coverage. Yes, I saw that. It didn't work. And the pass <laughs> was completed for 25 yards. They didn't rush anybody. Will Greer from West Virginia also turned the ball over four times, and they still won by sixteen. That's how. Yeah, yeah. Awful I mean, Kansas they just. Is. Yeah, yeah. But they it, just dragged us. Man, the Texas Oklahoma game. That is truly the throw the record book out. Um, I can't get over how wacky that series has become. Like it was. It, the yesterday's game was the microcosm of the whole series. Oh, somebody's up by 21, you know this shit's going to get weird. And sure enough, that shit got weird. 
And at one point, it looked like Texas had just stopped trying because Kyler Murray was Kyler Murray was just running all over the place, unimpeded. There would be times where the only orange on the field that you could see was the end zone because there were no Texas defenders yeah. anywhere near him. Well, Hankins is is Texas is Texas an actual football team now? Has has. Uh... I always want to say Lincoln Riley. Um, has Tom Herman made them a Lincoln Riley number two? <laughs> Lincoln Riley number two um, has has uh, has Tom Herman made them an actual football team in content in contention of the playoffs in just a year and a half? No, okay. not in contention of the playoffs. Or did Oklahoma um, shit the bed by allowing them to Oklahoma, go points? Yeah, Oklahoma shit the bed. Um, if Texas if Texas lost to Oklahoma State, who's not that good. Uh, clearly, again, I know shit about football. <laughs> but if Texas lost to Okie State or West Virginia or maybe Iowa State, would any of us be super shocked? Yeah, that's what I was going to say is like, all right, well, Texas had a great win yesterday. Mm-hmm. Who are they losing to this next week? Because that's <laughs> yeah. to be the cycle that – Well, that would yeah. be Baylor if they I mean, next week. It's not, like, it's not like Oklahoma had won like 12 in a row over Texas. It's fairly been a fairly even series. They are Texas, a better team than Texas. I mean, they are. I, I you know, will that, not This disagree. was an upset. Yeah. Yes. Without question. Charlie Strong beat Oklahoma. He wore the hat. <laughs> so – We've danced this dance before. I was actually reading a, an article about the Texas being back index, and it is it's cropped up several times over the last few years. They had the win against Notre Dame last yeah. year, where we all thought they got it. Then it turned out Notre Dame was dog shit. They have the win over USC this year, and it turns out USC is dog shit. I definitely don't think Oklahoma's dog shit, but if that game goes another minute, Texas loses it. I'm not taking anything from Texas, as we saw last year. I like Texas. I really like them. Some um, of your best but, friends are Texas. Some of my best friends are from Texas. Willie, Waylon, Chris. I thought they were all going to be Will W Johnson. People. <laughs> um, Will Johnson. Um, but eh, I'm not ready to say back yet because I, I do think they're a year ahead of schedule, though. I'll give them that. And I mean, this really comes about because they found a quarterback. Yeah, and you know they're five and one. <clears throat> um, I mean the the big the big ones on their on their schedule just... are West Virginia. Oklahoma State, uh, Iowa State has a propensity to, to, yeah, to upset sure, somebody. Sure. But hey, didn't they do it yesterday? <laughs> they got somebody yesterday, didn't they? I got Okie State yesterday. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ranked twenty-five, Oklahoma State. Um, well, well, I mean that is pretty much. I mean that's all the the major Big Twelve Big Twelve action. I think that was last night. Um, other uh, and again, nobody wants to win that league. No, no one does. That's the first thing I thought when uh, this first I, I thought of you saying that. The, uh, Ooh, Hankins, I, I hate to point this out. I know we're going to shift away from the Big Twelve, but I'm looking on our prediction sheet, and you yeah, had Oklahoma know, State winning uh, the no. conference. So yeah, yet I did. another misstep <laughs> in your prediction prowess. Uh, You're not wrong. Mm, mm. But I did see last night that uh, in the Pac-12, your Arizona Wildcats did beat California, so I think technically they're still alive to maybe make some noise. So It still might happen. It still could happen. I guess Oklahoma State could run through the rest of their schedule and it could still happen for them. I just but, need them to get to number two. Right. That's all they got to do true. is get to two. But, you know, you, you've been wrong plenty this season. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
he he might he might be aware of that. Um, well, let's uh, let's keep this train rolling in the potentially the worst conference, and that's really saying something. The most boring conference mm. in the country, and that is probably another one that no one really wants to win except for Washington. Uh, I don't think they won't do either. <laughs> I don't think they want to win. Washington it. is now a top ten team, by the way. Washington. Um, <laughs> Beat uh, who they beat yesterday? Let's see, they beat UCLA, UCLA yeah. and it was close. I think UCLA. they won by a touchdown. Yeah, they were, I think they were down at a couple points, but the real the real upset was Utah over number fourteen Stanford. Who? Yeah, Creel, your fucking favorite team. Nah, well, they they were my side piece <laughs> last year, but I did not predict much success for them this year uh, because I ended up having Washington as my my Pac twelve champion. But I, I think. Uh, Stanford was running on a lot of on a lot of luck. They shouldn't have beat Oregon. They got destroyed by Notre Dame, and then last night they got destroyed too. Uh, so just the luck for them is, has run out. They are now four and two. They still got to play Washington, and they still got to play Washington, and it's just not looking great for them to turn around this season. And Herm Edwards at Arizona State. Yeah, why not? That's a thing. But I will say, Hankins for for a team that is. Uh, off the radar, uh, Colorado is now five and zero. If, if that says everything you need to know about the big, tw- uh, the, the okay. Pac twelve. Yeah, Colorado is five and zero. That's all we need to know. And they go into uh, Los Angeles next week, and they'll probably lose. Yeah, 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 for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the real action was in the SEC. SEC, but, but we're gonna SEC. save that for last. Save it for last. Oh, it just means save so much more. Um. I think that we really, really do need to. Uh, we need a hardcore Illinois update. I feel like we didn't <sighs> really. Oh, oh. just to just to lift Hank. This is a, this is a no spin zone, and I will say that Illinois came off of their bye week and they got to play the worst team in Division One football. Power five. Power, Power five. five. Power five. They were at Rutgers, and Illinois won the game to bump up that record to three and two. Mm-hmm. But there's no more that's buys. A, that's above five hundred. There's no that's more above five hundred. There's no more Rutgers um, on the schedule. That is uh, there is a Purdue God. losing streak. Hankins, you and I should go to this Illinois Purdue game. It's at Illinois. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hate Purdue. I hate Levy Smith. It seems like sure. we should have made the trip. We should have booked it. For, we should have. For new listeners, uh, this uh, obsession with Illinois began when Creel's rightly rated the coaches a couple years ago. <laughs> well, you you definitely hate Lovey Smith. Yeah, yeah. You hate he's, him he's because not he's an unsuccessful, unsuccessful coach. coach, and they're giving and all types of money. Some would say he, he hates us because he ain't us. Some would say that. <laughs> no, and, I, I just think if you are a big Power 5 school – you don't get some NFL reject to come coach your team. Doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Hasn't worked. He will never work. Certainly did not work for Pete Carroll at USC. No, definitely not. Well, it didn't work for Texas A&M. <laughs> they got that uh, Mike Sherman guy from Green Bay. It Total bust. It didn't work for Alabama either. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mike Shula, mm-hmm. no good. I was talking did about Nick Saban. Mike Shula. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Shula is a quarterback coach. It's true. It's true. He was. Did not work for Alabama. You know, um, and Mississippi um, State got Sylvester Croom. When just, Gene Stalin showed Bill up, Curry came by. I'm just saying, there are some good NFL coaches that you know maybe could have some success in college, like Jim Harbaugh. Jury's out on Chip Kelly. Sure, but 
uh, Lovey Smith ain't one of those guys. Uh, clearly, clearly, clearly. And Illinois, thirteen-game losing streak snapped. Oh yeah, thirteen-game oh, conference. conference losing yeah. streak. Yeah, congratulations. He beat the worst team <laughs> in uh, the conference. In, in the conference, in the Power Five, uh, potentially in FBS. Yes, yes. That no big congratulations. And he was coming off a bye, so he had. It wasn't just a regular bye because they played Thursday the week before. It was like a solid like. What is that? Twelve days of rest. Mm-hmm. Good job. <laughs> and you know what? They they definitely so Matt's Matt's hatred for Illinois was so over the top and so filled with fate, vitriol and bile <laughs> that it really snowballed into Illinois being potentially our most frequently covered school, not in the not in the top ten on this show. Um, every week we go through it. We we update our. Our, our predictions. I think you had Illinois at one in eleven. I think a generous one in eleven. I think I had him at two and ten to begin with. So we were wrong. Hankins had him at a hard six and six at least. Right. Hankins has always said they're going bowling. And we did promise Hankins that if Illinois goes bowling, the podcast will fund some sort of trip for him to go to the bowling. And game. you can help uh, us fund that. By going to patreon.com slash TTF and becoming a subscriber. You can also, if you don't want this to happen, like go to your local voodoo person, get them to do some sort of voodoo curse local on friendly the team. Voodoo person. Uh, if, if you don't want Illinois to succeed, and why would you? Well, let's up Illinois, currently ahead of national champion Scott Frost and uh, national life champion PJ Fleck mm. in the standings, I might add. Roll that, you cocksuckers. <laughs> It's not going to last very long. Well, Rutgers... You better take a screenshot of the, those standings because they will not be on top for that much longer. Rutgers is 3-2. and two. I am going to stick with my 4-8 and eight yeah. as I was as I had them at last There's week. one more win on the schedule. <laughs> Do you think you're going to give them the Nebraska win that's late in November? Oh, God, that would be amazing. Actually, you know what? I... It's Nebraska's at Nebraska. 0-5. At Nebraska, though. Uh, is there any? Are there going to be any fans in the stands at Nebraska? They will be because they've yeah, sold out that the, place for like sixty years. The they, tribe they of Illini, the traveling tribe of the Illini, they ain't will be, going there. That's what they call them. Their TPs pitched right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they host Purdue next week. Loss, really? Loss. They host them. I'm going to say that's a win. That's the win? That's the win. Okay. At Wisconsin loss. loss. At Maryland loss. Loss. Minnesota at home. Loss. At Nebraska. Loss. Host Iowa. Loss. Iowa, ta- Zach, 10 bucks. And at Northwestern. Loss. Three and nine. Northwestern is eight. 100% loss, in my opinion. Sure, sure. I- I'm putting them at three and nine. They're three and two, and they will crash to three and nine. Will not win another game. Will not win another game. Hankins, have are, are you able to update your? Uh, you had Rutgers as a win. Mm-hmm. Did you see anything yesterday that bumps them up to a seven-win team? I'm not ready to do that oh, yet. What a surprise! You know what? We are cautiously. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're uh-huh. not going to go over the top. We're realist. It, the, the one thing they say about the fight in the line. It's true. And Lovey Smith. Sure. We are realist. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 Nebraska thing was certainly looked at to be a loss a loss early, but I'm not thinking that way now. <laughs> so you think they'll beat Purdue this next week? Purdue, as much as I hate I will them, say that's a has gotten it together. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not be shocked if they did not beat Purdue, but I'm going to replace that win with Nebraska for sure. Okay. Um, but the Purdue is a toss up to me. 
But I, you know, secretly, I think we might have got this old ship right at. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the Big Ten currently has two teams in the top ten. That is Ohio State at three and Penn State. And, Il- and Illinois, did, you forgot. Did either Illinois. of you see this? I, I saw this tweet, and I meant to forward it to you. Is Urban Meyer, after the Ohio State-Indiana game, said he, he had a headache during the game, but he didn't seek any medical attention. That dude is a total diva. He, he might be a hypochondriac, or like he's having like a brain aneurysm. Like, yeah, see a doctor if your brain hurts, or take the Jim Henson, Steve Jobs route. I do that I, alternative medicine. Burn them candles. Don't and rub see those, a doctor. Rub Urban those Meyer, crystals on you, baby. Scam artists. Please right. never go to a doctor mm-hmm, ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other, in my opinion. Big Ten action worth talking about is Northwestern doing what they couldn't get done against Michigan last week and closing the deal at home on Michigan State. Yeah, Northwestern's not a bad team. They're, they're pretty chippy. They can get some stuff done. And, uh, you know, they... Uh, did they play at home? Um, no, they play, They they were at uh, Michigan State. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah. And... Um, you know, it was it was close for a while, but they eventually, you know, pulled away in you know the the final minutes. And I mean, I think Northwestern is going to be a ranked team soon. They usually are. So this puts them at three and two because they've already had their bye. They play Nebraska next week. They play Rutgers. They'll be five and two, mm-hmm. and that's easily like worth a uh, top twenty-five vote. But then they they host Wisconsin and Notre Dame. Double losses. I'm telling you right now. Ooh. North Northwestern is beating Notre Dame. Wow. Ooh. Now this the, you you are a soothsayer. We're gonna get to the SEC uh, in a little bit, mm-hmm. but your Kentucky mm-hmm. has been on point. Is, is uh what's his name from South Carolina starting? The quarterback. Uh, no, no, right, Jake right, right. Bentley did not start yesterday. Mm. He did not start. Man. So you've been on top of you it. You just got your I said that a year you ago. Had the signals mixed up. Mm. You did. Mm. Here's what's weird, uh, Mr. Sean Musk. Mm-hmm. You get a little um, cocky. I don't like That's it. all right though. Is <laughs> When I when I, I saw the graphic with Notre Dame's schedule up yesterday uh-huh. after the game, I looked down and I said, you know what, that Northwestern one could be tricky. Uh-huh. Um, it it's the game that they have lost traditionally in the Brian Kelly era. Yes, that is the one. Late in the season uh, on I the don't, road. Yep, for no reason. You lose it for no reason. Plucky team just won't get out of your way. Um, yeah, so you're not alone. That 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 one looks to be the one. Um, they play Pittsburgh, I think, this week. Pittsburgh isn't terrible. And Pittsburgh's always good for one upset. Right. Yes. So. And no one will be there to see it. That's true. <laughs> it was. That was the picture making the rounds yesterday. Was how empty the Pittsburgh game was. Like, I guess Dan Marino didn't call everybody and tell them to come. Hey, come to the game. Hey, you should come to the game. You want to go to Pitt? Want to go to the Pitt game? <laughs> well, they have Pittsburgh, Navy at Northwestern. Florida State, Syracuse, and at Southern Cal, did they win out? There's probably like a uh, better one or better two than losses better than coin flip chance they went out. Yeah, uh, none, so none of those teams are, are really moved the needle for me, and I think Notre Dame is actually kind of good. So. Yeah, they should win out. Yeah. But like like you guys said, I think the Northwestern game can trip them up. Pittsburgh, maybe Syracuse. Maybe USC because it's the last game, and if USC doesn't have a whole lot to play for, maybe they can get hyped up. I don't know. It's in it's in Los Angeles. Right. Uh, the one for sure is that they are a thousand percent not beating Florida or not losing to Florida State. Right. 
Right. Because Florida State is a bad football team. You know, they're just down on some luck. They don't have any pass protection. They have uh, zero offensive line, and you need that. You do. You, you, you definitely that need is, it. That is certain. You need, and they have none. They have, they have zero offensive line. Mm. Um, how do you blow a 20-point loss like that? Uh, your offensive line doesn't like protect you. It's a pretty overrated you. Miami. And then just Miami starts getting those turnovers, and the game's over because you can't pass the ball. How is your brother doing with all this? Uh, he's a lot, lot. You know, I think it was uh, after ha- after the first game, he kind of got the feeling like this won't be a good season, mm-hmm. and then they claw- clawed back against Samford. That's not a good look. No, uh, I forget who they lost to after that. Um, did they? Did he have the kids? So Syracuse he- blew him out. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah they, and they happened. gave up thirty to Syracuse. Right. Yeah. Did he have the kid so he wouldn't have to focus so much on the football? Oh, season? yeah, you know, it's, it's a perfect excuse. Like, football? Yeah. I can't do football. There's a baby. <laughs> but, yeah, Florida State's going to probably struggle to make a bowl game. So now they're sitting at 3-3. Three and three. Um, And like you said... They'll beat Wake. They'll beat Wake. They'll lose to Clemson. NC State is allegedly hottest, good. Hottest team in the conference. So they'll probably lose to NC State. They'll lose to Notre Dame. Boston College might be a coin flip. Yeah, and then they play Florida, and Florida looks like they're pretty good. At least they're yeah. getting some momentum. So it's going to be tough for Florida State to make a bowl game. I don't see three wins uh, in that six-team slate there. It's going to be tough. Willie Tagger. NC State is the perpetual fastest-growing uh, sport in North America. <laughs> NC State is? Yeah, yeah that, that, every year. Because you hear that about any new sport that comes along because it's the other sports aren't growing because they've been established for hundreds of years, uh, a century of the other sports. But any time lacrosse starts to get a little footing, or, you know, soccer, as I'm sure one of you assholes is about to say, you will hear people say, oh, it's the fastest growing sport because – if it if right. it's a new it goes, sport, it it's growing faster. It goes to 13, so it's like, you know, a 8% increase. That's fast, yes. baby. That's North Carolina State every year. Mm-hmm. David Dorn. What's the, who's the Dooley? coach? David something. Yeah, something like that. Uh, ACC midseason. I mean, it still looks like it's Clemson. It's Clemson or bust. Clemson or bust? I think I had Miami. Nope, I had Clemson. Yeah, we all had Clemson winning it all. It's we just all, different yeah. different opponents. I had Virginia. But Inner Sandman, though, guys. I mean, Inner Sandman's going to get played later. So. That's true. It gets the fans excited. How Gotta does show it that on TV. Metallica sent a video. They were so excited that old Metallica sent a video to fire everybody up. You know, and I got to, I got to, I, I will admit, it's hype as shit. Don't get me wrong. But if you're on TV and all day long, they were literally hyping this all day long that Inner Sandman's going to be on tonight. And then you get, I don't know, I, I don't know. Th- there's, it's a Virginia Tech. No, it's oh, Virginia, Virginia Tech. Tech. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say what happened to them on this podcast. Sean won't let me. Um, you get beat soundly by Notre Dame. <laughs> um, stop with the Inner Sandman. Don't show it anymore on the TV. Uh, yeah. Um, also, I believe one of us uh, said that Virginia Tech would be the biggest disappointment Ooh, in the ACC. who is that? Oh, that was you. Yeah. That's all right. Well, no, 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 you're on right. That, that's good. That's good. That means you were on fire. I don't know. That. Disappointment, that means, well, you knew, but that means you had to have some expectation from them in the first yeah, place. Yeah, true. And Very I true. did. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I think we all thought they would be Old Dominion, but... 
Um, and I thought that they would act- As did they. My God. I-, I thought they would actually have a chance against Notre Dame, but Jesus Ooh, Christ. I just realized you said something that's making me a little little sad. Trigger warning? Trigger Did warning. I trigger you, bro? We're at the midpoint of the season. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Half the season is yeah. done. Man. This baby is a movie. Mm. It always does. I'm here to tell It always you. does. <sighs> it's like the school year. Before you know it, it's Thanksgiving, and you're yeah. like, first semester's almost over, bro. Yeah. What are you doing for spring break? <laughs> Stay cool this summer. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it's the first day of school. Yay! Sunrise, sunset. Uh, moving over to where all the action was this week. All the triple X hardcore action this week. Um, what conference? The SEC. 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 Kentucky went into College Station, Texas, and what happened, Hankins? They gave Benny Snell the ball 13 times. They also did not cross the 50-yard line like for a snap. I know they had like a 50-yard, 52-yard touchdown. They looked awful. Kentucky's done. Are you done? Stick a fork in them? Stick a fork. Stick. They're going to go five and seven. Damn. Five and seven. Well, they have Vanderbilt, Missouri, and Middle Tennessee, and Louisville on the all on all losses. All losses. Even though they have a week to to lick their wounds. Yes. Doesn't matter. Here's the thing that Kentucky is great at. They they make everybody look like themselves this year. Yes, they do. Absolutely, they do. And unfortunately, A and M is better suited to look like Kentucky than Kentucky was. <laughs> uh, but yeah, including overtime, Benny Snow had thirteen carries. That play calling was—I don't know if he's hurt. I don't know if they were just worried about overworking him. I don't know. Um, but that was terrible. Maybe they were doing that Gus Malzahn strategy. Yeah, the reverse psychology. Um, so I I would imagine that we're so Kentucky is now five and one five and one mm-hmm. still no, they're number two in the East sure sure they're they, they're only a the, there was a non division loss so if they win the rest of their games they'll play for the SEC championship that November third date when they host Georgia when the Bulldogs come to town is still circled on the calendar assuming that they do beat Vanderbilt, and they do win when they go to Columbia at Missouri. Sure, sure. Um, at Tennessee still looks good, I think. Middle Tennessee State, Louisville. I mean, they could conceivably go 10-2. and two. Is that what you are predicting, though? Well, I, I feel like I would be going back on my previous okay, prediction gotcha, that gotcha, they gotcha, gotcha. would lose to Texas A&M. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then win out. Sure, sure. And then... Refuse to go to the championship game. Well, no, they would die in a plane crash. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, and then Georgia would go in their stead. Yeah. So so that's still on the board. Still still on the board. Doable. But if I were to make a realistic non-plane crashy yeah yeah uh, replacement prediction yeah mm-hmm. I would say ten and two, which is fantastic for Mark Stoops any year. I just don't know. The way that their offense performed, and, and I know Hankins is going to harp on not giving the, your best player any carries, they did not look good. Nothing looked good. Offensive, I mean, I, I think the true, I don't think the true score, really had a the true score index shine. should have been like 24 to 7. Yeah. That's a pretty that's pretty close on yeah. the TSI, sh- the HTSI. <laughs> it should not have... It should not have gone to overtime. No, 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 no. They were lucky to get to overtime. But hey, it's all about that those classic wildcat intangibles, baby. I guess. 
You know what I'm it's saying? The fucking, uh, it's the curse of 7 o'clock also. I just hate 7 o'clock games in general. The 7 p.m. Eastern start SEC game will always be dog shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Time zones, baby. I don't know it's what it is. Time zones. But that game is all... Now, this game was close. I'll give it that. Yeah. But it was awful. Yeah, it was not a fun game to watch. Two farts pooting um, was <laughs> what one man called it. It's true. It's true. A wise man. A very wise man. <clears throat> um, well, in the in other SEC action, also there were several times I could not distinguish between A and M and Mississippi State. I kept thinking their jerseys were exactly the same. Yeah, it was a little difficult for me, especially when Mississippi State played at the same time. Uh, kickoff was a half hour later. Uh, Mississippi State and Auburn. Auburn fell 13 spots to number 21. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of us would agree that they were vastly overrated at eight, even though they only had one loss and you know it was one point away from being undefeated. Uh, I feel like we should approach this by making it clear that, yes, we are three Alabama fans, and we are not trying mm-hmm. to pile on Auburn. Mm-mm. However, Mm-mm. them dogs did plenty of that <laughs> last. As night. did their own fans on Twitter, because everybody now yes, wants Gus Malls on fired and Jared Stidham strapped to a rocket and fired into the sun. Wow! <laughs> I just want him strapped on. A uh, me. <laughs> he is engaged. We- Sorry. <laughs> Which is <laughs> that's the only thing stopping free is that he has well, made a commitment you know, to someone. He, he doesn't. He doesn't like to. <laughs> He's not. He's not on his way to steal your man. <laughs> no, and <laughs> Mister completely. That completely stepped on my my joke about. <laughs> she was like, I told you last week. You go to the best. You my, go with the best impression. My inferior joke of if Stidham was launching the rocket, it would overshoot the sun. Oh, and land in like Andromeda oh, X. That's a boy. Because <laughs> they did have one trick play that he overthrew the on receiver. On 32, they called a flea yeah. flicker. He and overthrew he overthrew the fastest man on the team by 20 yards. Yeah. 10 yeah. yards. Uh, like, I don't know. Uh, does anybody, do y'all have any actual thoughts on why this is happening? Here's what I know about Auburn. I know Jarrett Stidham is a good quarterback with skills to play the position. And to pay the bills. And definitely to pay the bills. I know that they have had good recruiting classes. Yeah. I know that their coach knows how to coach offense. Yes. I know that their defense is actually pretty good. Yes. What the fuck is going on? There were, there were so many... Are they the Moes of offenses? Is that what I'm to understand? <laughs> the, theories, the theories that I saw, the top two theories that I saw on, on Twitter last night from Auburn fans themselves is that... One Stidham is playing safe so he doesn't get hurt so he can get drafted, which doesn't make sense because if you don't, if you don't sense. produce, you're done. You're done. Mm-hmm. Um, and number two is that he got engaged and he doesn't care about football anymore. Is number three that also, they're keeping it close to the vest for the rest of the season? Because you know it, it stinks to be four and two, but if you can finish a solid ten and two, and because yeah. you kept all they're the saving stuff, it for the, the Iron secrets, Bowl. Yeah, they are sure. saving it. You're for saving it the for iron. some oh. magical date to be determined. I thought this was a blind item that Stidham is uh, thinking about leaving his his fiance for a 
football <laughs> podcast host. <laughs> I, lo- I love those trashy blind items. But I, I think like, I think everyone's right. Is something isn't clicking? It's it's the defense looks good. They have an offensive line. Their kicker is good when he doesn't have to kick like fifty yard field goals. Good? Uh, he came in the game six, six out of we twelve. Got, we got no room. We wouldn't know. Very we wouldn't have a fucking clue what that looks like. So we just got to stay out of. So that. they got a defense. They got a kicker. Yeah. Their offense, for whatever reason, this season they has not have played. the talent. Ever since they lost to Georgia, they lost to US UCF. It looked terrible. They played Washington, and everyone's like, "Oh, Washington is a good defensive team." Yada yeah. yada. And that might be true, but man, it's nothing is looking. The good. time of possession last night was forty-two minutes and seven seconds Ooh. for Mississippi State. Yeah, you're not going to win a football game if you have the game if you have the ball for less than eighteen minutes. Typically not. No, that means uh, especially not when you're not running around fast like Auburn likes to do. Yeah. and I've heard it posited, you know, that they don't have a bell cow running back. Um, I would I would counter that with. Even though they've always had a good running back, I don't think the running back was that good. I just think they made him look that good. Do you need a not to say that the carry on Johnson wasn't a talented back or anything like yeah, that, but they haven't had they have not had a Benny Snell or a Derrick Henry or a, that dude from Stanford who fell off a cliff this year. <laughs> they haven't had that caliber of a guy. I mean, the the, the Petways and the Johnny Three names that they have had are good backs, but they're they're not different. But makers. here's the thing about Malzahn. He has built a career on rejiggering his offense and making sure... Come again? <laughs> retool, re-adapt, making his offense adapt to... The, the, the to, players he has. To holes in... Uh, to to talent gaps at any one position. Right. Mm-hmm. Um Specifically, running back, so or or quarterback. If you you know if you have somebody fast, Gus Malzahn can can succeed with them. So. I mean, we've seen that maybe not too consistently. We talked earlier on the show about how they haven't had consecutive 10-win seasons since the early 90s, late 80s, but they they always seem to find a way to move the ball down the field, and that's just not happening. Um, Jared Stidham was, uh, I think, 18 for 32 last night. Um you don't. You don't, I'm sorry. Nineteen for thirty-eight. I don't know why. That's I just fifty percent. Nineteen for thirty-eight. Like that's not. No, that won't win you a lot of games. That's not Heisman hopeful. Jared Stidham numbers. No. Two hundred fourteen yards. He uh, is. Uh... And they're playing a team that, frankly, is not that good. I'm sorry. I know that I'm supposed. Everyone's in love with Mississippi State to begin with. They always are. They're nothing special. Um, Mick Fitzgerald, peg leg quarterback, can't pass either. No, Fitzgerald was nine for seventeen with sixty nine yards and one interception. Yeah, but he had them runs. And though. Every third play, he would just get the ball and run straight up the gut. I don't understand. That's not on the offense either. Like, yes, it's on the offense to the degree that the defense was tired as shit. Um, but they were still just giving up easy, easy runs on situations where you knew that's what was coming because that's all they had. And it was straight up the middle too. The only time they stopped him was yes. on this, that fourth down. And they pretty much almost every time they were running that it was stopped. I know they, Mississippi State got a touchdown where Fitzgerald allegedly crossed the goal line, which he probably maybe did, but yeah. it was still like maybe he did. Everyone did. Everyone knew but... it was coming. Auburn knew it was coming, and Mississippi State only got a half a yard, and they probably got point four nine 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 yards. But you know, and go, go ahead. best case scenario, that certainly Auburn fans have a legitimate gripe over that one. 
Um, that that could have gone either way. But if it goes the other way, there's still Auburn gets the ball on the half-inch yard line going the other way, and that offense had not proved that it could have done anything. Yeah, exactly. And I, I just – with the with the opportunities that they actually did have, I mean mm-hmm. the interception mm-hmm. and the block field goal, you have to capitalize on that. That's true, especially in those. I mean, this is this was a Mike Shula game if I've ever seen one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, not that. Uh, what was the final? Twenty three to nine. Twenty three to nine. You know, Matt Hankins' true score index is probably closer to sixteen to nine. Um, but uh, sixteen twelve. Sixteen. See, like it's it's one of those it's one of those games that if you're whether it's on the scoreboard or on the HTCI, then you're going to like it's going to be less than one score. And if you're Mike Shula, you're losing. Oh yeah, that game. all the time, <laughs> every time. So, so that was one of Creel's favorite stats to give during the Mike Shula era is how Mike Shula's record when uh, games were decided by less than a touchdown. Yeah, not good. The Auburn stats that you like to hit are mm-hmm. usually since the kick six. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are, is it conference games that they're twenty one and twenty three or something it's, like that? It's something ridiculous. Uh, I can't. I, I wish I had to have my computer in front of me. Twenty six and twenty one, something like that. Yeah. But it's it's like what we were talking about in the off season is when Auburn is predicted to do well, they sink, and when they aren't predicted to do well, they rise. Yep. So this was a season where they start out the season in the top ten, got a nice win over Washington. And have been floating around there even after the LSU game, and now uh, it's really hit the fan. Like their identity isn't there. Uh, their defense is eventually going to give up on them if their mm-hmm. offense can't score twenty points a game. So yeah. it's not looking good. Well, they they host Tennessee next week, which mm-hmm. I'm going to go on the record. Oh shit! I'm going to say Tennessee might win the game. What's the, what's your percentage? What's your like? I'm, I'm gonna give graph? them like a thirty percent chance. Okay. Because okay. Tennessee is coming off a bye. A bye is good. Um, and you know I think they might have a shot. Maybe a shot. Would it be nice if that was the first SEC team that they that they beat? It'd be pretty sweet. It'd be pretty sweet. The I still might be rooting for Auburn though. Mm. The uh, Hankins the week after that, uh, Auburn travels to Oxford. Does Auburn's atrocious offense? fare any better against Ole Miss's atrocious defense. Yes, they're going to beat the shit out of them. Wait, who? 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 You said they. Auburn is going to beat the shit out of Ole oh, Miss. Oh, come on. <laughs> Look, guys, we know how this works. Do we? Yeah, it's going to be like yes. 63 to 24. Ole Miss. They never, they never die when they're supposed to. They just don't. Um, unless, unless the wheels have come completely off, and the wheels have not come completely off at this point in the season. And since they haven't, then this is when the fucking witch magic starts. We know how this game goes. We have lived this our whole lives. We think we got them. Mm. We think we can drive the knife into their heart and kill them. But we won't. They'll beat... The Tennessee game, you guys, I think, have the right read on that maybe some weird stuff can happen. But they're still going to find end up winning nine games somehow. And they'll probably beat us or Georgia. Because that's what they do. Uh, I mean, possibly, possibly. I, th- I think a lot of what you're saying is right, but I, I just don't know how they can... I know your theory is that they've been keeping a lot of stuff close to the vest, but I, I don't see how they can magically go inside that vest during, and then cure During everything. the bye week, during the bye week between Ole Miss and A&M, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll change philosophy a little bit. They'll start letting Stidham do what he wants to do, 
and next fucking thing you know, there's always somebody open in the middle of the field, and nobody will ever tackle him, and he'll throw a four-yard in route, and it'll go for 70 yards, and that'll happen nine times a game, and here we go again. I'm not, I may be wrong, hope I'm wrong, but I will never, and the rock means <laughs> never, put my faith in Auburn to do anything I want him to do. I've been burnt by this too many times. Mm. Well, fair enough. Let's switch gears and talk about LSU and Florida. Ooh, baby. Ooh, free. Didn't that feel like 2.30 SEC? That was a classic. Damn, a classic 2.30 uh, CBS game. Uh, very mm. close until uh, close the whole game. And uh, just a key, some d- key defensive plays went Florida's way, and they were able to, to get a win. So it really... Uh, it was a big upset because I think a lot of people had Florida or had um sorry Georgia at LSU this next week as being like a super hot game like number five versus number two. It still will be. Well, and, not in the yeah, rankings. It'll yeah, it'll still be a pretty good game. But Florida uh, has turned things around. Uh, they lost to Kentucky week two, but have put together some nice solid wins. I was actually surprised at how far LSU fell because they're thirteen now. Yeah. And this is their like third or fourth ranked. Yeah, I mean that's Match kind of, of kind of a rough one because this game Miami, was on Auburn, the road. Florida, yeah. This game was on the road, uh, and they it was one possession until yeah. the very end, even after the the pick six. So. Yeah. Um, LSU. I mean, we talked about LSU not look not as good as they look. I'm still not afraid of their damn quarterback. Um, no, through his first two through his first interception yesterday. When they needed him, he couldn't quite get it done. But I was just so caught up in the in the malaise of how good how how retro that game felt. Yes, it it harkened back to a time where Alabama had probably already won versus Vandy nine to six at <laughs> at eleven that morning, and yeah. all we had to look forward to was the hot CBS game to get some actual football in our lives. Yes. That is what it felt like. I do not uh, miss those days. These are the days. Mm-mm. These are the days. But I will say, uh, Dan Mullen, you know, my, my, my crush, who I wish mm-hmm. was our head coach in waiting, sure. looks like he's kind of got some things going at Florida, like to turn it around pretty quickly. In a... I think you're right. I mean, I, you know, I've demonstrated on this show that I have been a Dan Mullen hater for a very long time. I've always thought he was overrated at Mississippi State. But, you know, the, the numbers that I glossed over and forgot about that I saw last week during the Florida, uh, the Florida Mississippi State matchup, he really did make that program. He was Nick Saban to LSU. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, or, so... Yeah, no, you're, you're right, yeah. So, I, I think that, uh, you know, what what Florida has done so far is pretty amazing. Um, I mean, the rest of their schedule, that Georgia game is pretty much the only one that could give them trouble. I think, I think they're going to go into Tallahassee and destroy Florida State. Yeah. Because I think yeah. Taggart has just about lost the team They're already. Done. Yes, I mean he's the ACC version of Nebraska right now. Mm-hmm. But I think that uh, yeah, I mean I think you know we all joked about uh, uh, who who is it on on CBS that picked Florida to make it to the playoffs? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I can't Brian, remember his name. Was it, it, was, Brian it Jones? wasn't. It wasn't Dennis Jones. Dog. Brian Jones. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. like I mean Brian that's, Jonestown Massacre. That's not. <laughs> that's not. It's not of, out of the realm of possibility. It, it honestly isn't. I mean, if they be if they went out, they could go to. And you know what? With as wacky as Florida and Georgia can be, yeah. And it can be wacky. 
Um, the LSU game was certainly one that people you just weren't going to give them. So it's it's not crazy. It's not, and I I think regardless of what happens this year, Dan Mullen will have them contending for the East. I mean, this is Georgia's year to. This is Georgia's right. free their, year. Their window. This is their window. This is it. To get back to the playoffs yeah. and actually make it count yeah. before they become Georgia. It's their, yeah. Because yeah, it's their last year to do it sort of unimpeded. Exactly. I mean, Kentucky's not going to be this good or next year. Or are they? Or are they? Uh, Missouri's going to... Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, South Carolina, I mean, it, it took them... All sixty minutes and in the rain to squeak by Missouri last night. So, I just you know took them about eighty four minutes or so. Didn't it? <laughs> God damn! Um, they had a rain delay with like a minute and a half so left in a two point game. Just this play, year. just milk, just play the game. Call me Brian Kelly, but man, just get out there and play. <laughs> oh, shit. You'll be okay. That's right. Brian Kelly killed a guy. Killed a guy. I forgot about that because of the lightning or the wind or something. Killed a guy. I forgot about that. Um. Well, that was the. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> uh, well, I, I I think you were thinking what I was thinking, Hankins. Which is speaking of weather delays, mm. <laughs> um, I didn't understand why the game hadn't started. I I, I heard it was a re- weather delay immediately at a, at eleven central. That when is the like the, start. the the first thing they said on the air is like, all right, we're going to be a little bit delayed. And then they like explain it like a sentence after that. So if you only heard that first part, yeah. you and you walked out the room, which is what happened. Which is exactly what I did. I went to take my dog out, and when I came back, it was fourteen to nothing. Should have been watching SEC Nation because Ailes was very clear. She let me know there's a bit of a weather delay right now, but we're probably going to start on time. Ernie Ailes, the we're going to be. Yes, Ernie Ailes. <laughs> um, I can never remember. Is it Schlesinger? That's not her name. Is Dara, it? something like that. Donnie. I believe the, he's talking about the the blonde lady, the lead anchor on SEC Nation. Ah, okay, God. you know, as three as three self described allies of the Me Too movement, well, we really should learn. Girls the uh, the weather delay just meant that the game was going to be played. I know it wasn't Lauren Sisler. The game was going to be played. The fans were going to play. Going to sit in their seats. Just ESPN could not operate certain cameras. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So that's all that weather delay was. It's just ESPN was going to keep their people safe and screw everyone else. Yeah, we're going to start the game with the Brian Kelly Memorial camera. Yes, which... That sits way atop the stadium. Laura Rutledge. Laura Rutledge. I'll never forget that name. Rutledge. Not Lauren Sizzler. Laura Rutledge. So are we moving to... Laura Rutledge. We're moving to Talking Tide? Well, you know, we haven't done Talking Tide yet. Oh, okay. I mean, uh, this season. Sure. So, you know, Talking Tide is just something. We're always going to cover this Alabama game last. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's like the game the of the game. week. Sure, sure. Uh, Alabama beat Arkansas 65 to 31. The game was never really. Uh, 49 to 37. 49 37? That's your true no score way. index? No, no way. Bullshit. You're not going to uh, bump did, us down to 48 because we did miss an extra the, point. The, the fum- they scored. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> they scored. They scored thirty-one points on their own. Um, they fumbled the ball twice going yes. into score. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was the true score index has to be. We got to be accurate, guys, and that's the true score index. Man, well, I think that that's fair. Alabama had some problems getting Arkansas off the field when Arkansas was on offense. Uh, a lot of third-down conversions. 
Um, especially, uh, and it wasn't just when the, the second and third team guys was in there. It was also in the first half of Arkansas was just able to march down the field with consistency. So it does give some pause for Alabama fans to uh, to just remember that uh, this team might not be as uh, ferocious on defense as we've been accustomed to. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I the um, I mean, the defense, if that continues to operate like that, um, there are going to be some problems when we actually play a big offense. I don't know if this is going to be... Um, I mean, if this is going to be a problem against... Missouri can throw it around. Uh, we play a big offense yeah. next week. Yeah. We play a very good quarterback next week. Um I don't know what this defense looks like when they are threatened because they have yet to be threatened. Is, t- is Tennessee um, going to bring, bring a, a big crowd in two weeks that could fuck up with signal calling? Dylan Moses maybe can't hear shit. I don't, I don't know. know. Probably not. The, the, when they play uh, in Knoxville, it'll be you know thirty percent Alabama fans. So uh, I, I doubt it. Yeah. True, 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 true. Uh, excellent quarterback play is the only thing that is frightening. Um, yes, I know they played Ole Miss, but come on. Let's stop pretending that that was yeah. anything other than what it was. Uh, and to to that point, you know, when they when they were focused on Ole Miss and you know a little worried about them in the history, given that the defense looked fine. Um, yesterday just looked like a team that just sort of lost interest about midway through the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, it sucks, but I'd rather have it happen versus Arkansas, which it always seems to, anyways. Um, rather have it happen in that spot than down the road where it might hurt you worse. Um, Ten completions, four touchdowns, 300-plus yards. Gaudy numbers. Gaudy numbers for As an Alabama quarterback I'm describing. 33.4 yards a completion. Yeah, there was just some some breakdowns in the coverage because two or three of those, like, long plays were just slant passes. Like, they weren't deep bombs. Yeah, a lot uh, of this is, like, Jerry Judy being able to slip through three defenders. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the first play that none of us ever saw and we'll, we'll was probably never like a, a six-yard pass, mm. if that. Um, but still, <laughs> but still, it is, we have to take time to appreciate right. and this is an Alabama quarterback. To be midway this is, through the season with 18 touchdowns, no interceptions, 75 to 77% completion rate. Right. It's just been unreal, and and not having seven not, more and, incompletions than and never and to his competition when he plays, it's always the first team defense that he goes against. Like he doesn't get to play in the third and fourth quarters yeah. when there's a lot of subs, and he's never played in the fourth quarter when it's really just the he didn't play a lot yesterday. No, before. no. So I mean, no. It's been it's no. been a stellar start, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see the rest of the season. Can that yep. success continue? This is why I, this is why I can't enjoy the things in front of me because all all i'm thinking of is well we got him for at least one more year yeah and you know the the when he does have a bad game there's going to be a game when the receivers drop some stuff or the protection isn't there and a lot of passes get tipped and heaven forbid when the first interception happens because it'll be uh it'll knock a lot of shine off but I mean, when you're this good, I mean, you you can't continue to function at this op at this level. It it just it's insane. It can't happen. I mean, so there. This has been the the fewest number of points we scored. Alabama scored this year. Is it forty five or forty six? Forty five. Forty five against Texas A and M. Every other game has been over 
50 points. 65, it just seemed, the game just seemed like business as usual, aside from the defense fucking up. But, I mean, I don't care if you're playing Arkansas, if you're playing Tennessee, if you're playing Auburn. If you're playing Oklahoma with an explosive player like Kyler Murray, even if he is on the entire game, you have to score 50-plus points to have a chance. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, the Missouri game, I'm not – the Missouri game could get wacky because yeah. Alabama's due for one of those. Saturday's game, the fourth quarter I, – I, you know, I look at the score and I look at the fourth quarter and I'm like, well, oh, that got a little weird. But it was, you know, that's the – I don't – there was probably some high school seniors playing on defense at that point. <laughs> um, the Missouri game could get silly. Again, it's the stupid – it's the it's the it's ESPN o'clock, seven o'clock yeah, game. It's a late game. Yeah, um, those games. I don't I, track the history. Those games are funny sometimes. They're playing a very good quarterback, but again, they're not going to play a defense that is scary until November, and then you play them all at once. Yeah, I, I mean the the LSU, Mississippi State, and Auburn. That is going to be those are three good defenses. Those are three good defenses mm-hmm. in four weeks. Um, you know, you get to heal a little bit against the Citadel in between Mississippi State and Auburn. I just, um, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I, you know, we talked about, and we're very correct in talking about how easy of a season this is for Alabama and this it might be the this is the best bar none this is the best offense Saban has had Alabama's had in, in God knows how many decades um, since 70 there was a stat yesterday that the last time that an any an SEC team had a uh, point differential this large it was the 79 Alabama team which must have been uh, somehow getting negative points yeah. through defense. Like, I don't because <laughs> I know they weren't scoring or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's something. Well, we'll see what happens uh, next week. Uh, I, I mean, I, I still feel pretty good about about what's happening yeah. with uh, with Alabama. Why not? It's just it's it's on fire. Uh, well, guys, we kept it to under one hour. Ooh, but we haven't done what's what are the big games for next week. That's like a oh, twenty-minute segment. Oh, sure, that's right. Do mm-hmm. you really want to do this? Uh, I know of a couple. Georgia and LSU is the big SEC yeah. game. That one's huge. It's at <laughs> LSU, <laughs> but it's at two thirty, so they're gonna bitch and moan how it's not at night, and LSU is gonna lose the game. Yes, I agree. Yeah, I think it, it might it might be closer than some people think it might be. I think one of two things will happen. It will either be close and Georgia will eke it out or Georgia will turn into the Georgia that everybody thought we were going to get this year and fucking crush. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think it'll be close for a half. It'll be like going go, at halftime. It'll be 21 to 17 or something. And then the second half, I think Georgia will shut them out and win 38 to 17. Will they do what the first baseman of the Georgia Bulldogs Told them oh, to do. Put in the put in the ex- expletive. <laughs> maybe. I I missed this, but I know where you're going. Um, the the it. Georgia first baseman really wanted a certain player of a certain persuasion in the, the game. Georgia first baseman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, baseball player. Okay. Yes. Yes. Baseball player Georgia. in the stands. Mm-hmm. And is, was this Yelling, a white or a black in. gentleman? Uh, I don't know. Probably a I white have not gentleman. Look, you know, I don't see race, Sean. Oh. They kicked him out, so I'm assuming he was a white guy. Okay. 
They would have maced him if he was a. The, there might have been guy. a hard er. There might have been a hard er. And he said, "Put in the n word." Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Cool. 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 Uh, yeah, we've talked about basically all the next week's game: Texas A&M, South Carolina. Bus. Who cares? Washington, Oregon. <laughs> Bus. Who cares? <laughs> uh, Michigan, Wisconsin. Eh. That's something to it's watch. It's gonna be like the night Ooh, game on ABC or yeah, something. Yeah, six thirty game. Eh. Central. Stupid Michigan. God, stupid Michigan. Again, thought we had them. They lost to a very good Notre Dame team, and now they won't die. Right. They're going to creep up those rankings. I do have a question for you, but this will <laughs> launch into 15 minutes. UCF is now a top 10 team. Defending national Allegedly, champion. sure. UCF yeah. is a top 10 team. Yeah. <laughs> Beating powerhouse Southern Methodist yesterday yeah they they travel to just the the hostile environment of uh whatever the memphis football team liberty Bowl, i think yeah uh you just don't go to west tennessee and expect to pull out of there with no problem i don't know a couple years ago memphis upset ole miss when ole miss won 10 games it was the year that Ole Miss, one of the years Ole Miss beat Alabama and was looking pretty hot. And was then that when were, John Calipari was the coach? No. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, it, it's possible they could be walking down into a bad situation. Derrick Rose was playing quarterback. UCF is really blitzing people, and I just don't see it happening. They're just going to be in the top ten, and that's going to be good enough for them. Are they going to make the playoffs? No. No, really. Um, they're gonna need. They're gonna need to have. Will they make the playoffs if they win out and Notre Dame does not make the playoffs? No, definitely really? not. Really, no. one loss, one loss no. conference champion will trump them every time. They they would need two and three loss conference champions will, to get if, in. If they go undefeated, do not make the playoffs. Will they claim a second consecutive national title? No, no. I did get a good chuckle out of yesterday. Uh, Mackenzie Milton, Hawaiian quarterback of UCF, said, "I really wish we'd get a chance to play for a championship." Thank you. And I thought to myself, well, didn't you win one last year? Mm-hmm. So you must have played for one if you fucking won one. Yeah, it was the um, it was the national championship game in the Peach Bowl against Auburn. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Yeah. And yeah, what yeah, was yeah. that, like mm-hmm. number six versus number seven, something yeah, yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah. Those okay. classic, classic college football rules. Right. Yeah, they have East Carolina, Temple, Navy, Cincinnati, and South Florida on schedule. Eh. It would take it would take absolute chaos, hundred percent, all across the board. Um, Notre Dame would have to lose, probably twice. Clemson would have to lose. Have to Georgia lose. would have probably. to lose. Probably, Georgia One would have to lose. Before making it to the championship. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I can't. I just don't see a path. The, the Pac-12 is that the, the Big Twelve could help them if they cannibalize each other, and the winner of the Big Twelve has two losses. And the winner of the Pac-12 has three losses. Notre Dame takes an L. Maybe the the committee is like, well, it's kind of hard I for us to keep them out this year. I don't think they would. But just their, I, their schedule I, I, I'm is just not there. I'm with you. It doesn't matter. They need to be beating teams seventy to nothing, and they aren't doing that. So it's there's there's no way there's even like a, a sympathy like none. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. But I don't think but, I don't think the antics of claiming national championships and toting around a banner and having a parade is going to set well with the committee that decides the four teams. True. Play for the national championship, but you as the soothsayer, are you seeing some sort of premonition? Are you, are you reading the tea leaves? No, legitimately not. I, I I'm just worried that it will happen because nah. because of like 
Last year was the weird transitive I'm property. I'm thinking like Hankins does in, in wrestling mode, mm-hmm. where it's, where it's mm-hmm. like you know, there's always an angle. It's like, well, let's put them in a, a lot like how conspiracy no theorists last year think like say that's why Alabama went in. There's no there's no old money. There's no eyeballs yeah. on UCF. They've got nothing. I they, agree. They have I no agree. bargaining chip. I absolutely agree. They bring nothing to the table. I agree. Hey, listen. Not listen. even Jello. Hey, 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 let go not of my hands. Not even utensils. Let go of my hand. Not even condiments. Creel. They don't bring nothing. Creel. They bring their dirty mouths to the table and they say, "Feed me. Give me that money. Give me your money. Give me your championships. I'm not gonna bring nothing to the table but black and gold swag. Not even a centerpiece. No. They didn't even bring a centerpiece to this mm-hmm. party. Mm-hmm. Nothing. What a bunch of fucking classless Agreed. fucking balloons. That's Orlando for you, baby. Just under 59 minutes. Throw the flag, episode 92. TTFnetwork.com. Goodbye. Here come a flat note, I got one. Been out too long in the sun. It like burning down the road. See me taking off. Tonight.